Hi, beautiful people. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Feeling and Healing, hosted by yours truly, Celise. Um, I just wanted to check in with you all. How are you doing today? I feel like I should check in on you guys a little more often because I'm always talking at you. So just let me know how you're doing and feeling today. So I will probably mention this every week because I've been receiving so many heartfelt messages um, regarding the podcast and regarding past episodes. It really brightens my day and I just appreciate the support so much. Let me know if this works for you guys, but I've been thinking of asking a question each week or getting listeners the chance to ask me questions and incorporating that into the podcast. Uh, So what do you think about that? It it could be dedicated towards like the first five minutes of the episode. Um, Just thinking of more interactive ideas uh, just to keep you guys interested in the episodes and stuff. So let me know if that's something you think would probably be really cool. So as you can tell from the title of the episode, we're going to be talking about relationships. Um, And this episode is going to be specifically romantic ones, even though I would definitely want to discuss platonic, cordial and familial relationships in a future episode. It's very broad and I've kind of um, consolidated down to a few points. But in the uh, the past few months, it seems like relationships have been a very prevalent issue quote unquote amongst the family and friends that I surround myself with and um, for me I'm honored to be that person that my family and friends could come to obviously my ideas shift depending on specific scenarios and dynamics of particular relationships so take whatever I say with a grain of salt and just enjoy (laughs) Okay, so relationships have always served as a crucial part of our existence and experience in this life. How we value and carry them can be a determining factor of how we value and carry ourselves. The quality of these relationships could also determine your quality of life since humans need social support in order to survive. I think it's also important to point out that people are drawn to familiarity rather than healthy. How you were raised, nurtured, and tolerated as a young human translates to what you look at in a relationship in other people outside of your family. That's um, including romantic and platonic relationships. This may not be true to some people or certain relationships you have, but I would like to stress that this conversation is discussing intimate relationships. However, some of these ideas can be seen in platonic relationships as well. Also, I would like to state as a disclaimer, because I feel like I have to for subjects like this, that I am not an expert, obviously, on relationships. I am basing my stance on my observations and also my own experiences. So if you can relate, that's awesome. If you don't relate, cool. But I would love to have that conversation anyways, just to see what we can like, just to see what ideas we form together. Some relationships form for the wrong reasons, obviously. There are so many situationships that I've had throughout the years for the mere reason to fill a void of some sort. And I didn't realize that I was filling, I was attempting to fill a void until I've seen this repetition and the kind of people that I've attracted myself to. I thought by having them around, I would learn to love myself more, even though it has done the opposite for me. I thought that I needed someone else to make me feel whole because I lacked 
in self-confidence. I thought by having someone around, they would be able to teach me and show me security. They would help me understand my emotions and also help in my healing process of past traumas. Again, when relationships start like this, it is doomed. While I have learned what I will and will not tolerate from these past intimate partners, they have all ended because I relied on them too much when they should be adding to my life, not becoming my life. And I think that leads me to my next point, uh, that the person you are dating or talking to, because um, talking is still a very common thing that we do, the person you are dating or talking to should not be your main priority. You should be your main priority. There are so many times that I've found myself putting my needs last because that was a way that I've showed my partner that I cared about them and that they could always trust that I'd be there for them. This could have been something that I picked up from watching my mother put everyone first. Uh, She's always been so selfless and making sure everyone is okay before she's okay. So that translated into what I thought that I should be doing in my romantic relationships. I translated that into basically an act of love. When I had some money and my partner needed it, I would give it to them. If they needed rides, food, advice, and so on, I'd be the first one they could count on. It would be like I stopped my life in order to aid theirs. I stress that your main priority is yourself because you are the only person that can make yourself happy. You cannot find happiness, security, emotional, and mental stability in the person that you are dating. That's on you to find Things that I've mentioned are fine when there's their set boundaries and balance in place. However, if you find that you're putting yourself on the back burner and your partner is taking the most out of you and they're not even considering you their priority, you have to reconsider and have that conversation with your partner. Our current world is so focused on drowning things out with positive positivity and ignoring red flags in our intimate relationships. I could go into the red flags that you really should not ignore, but it's different for every relationship. Uh, There have been so many signs in prior situations that appeared early on that I just decided to give them the benefit of the doubt that really went and bit me in the butt later on. And for me, I was so uncomfortable with addressing them until they festered long enough and then it became too late red flags that are unresolved and unaddressed early on could lead to an uncomfortable future. Long-term relationship success is determined by addressing and accepting red flags as soon as possible. I no longer believe in struggle love. So I looked up a definition online and this was the first one that came up. It says, according to blackdoctor.com, Struggle love is referring to a relationship where one partner experiences long-term stress as a result of the other partner's actions or inactions during the relationship. In translation, I will no longer accept lowering my standards and settling for someone who does not benefit me in any way. I want to address this to my ladies because this is something that I've seen across the board with so many of the females that I've I spend time with. Do not wear your struggle as a badge of honor, as if enduring pain and stress is a reason that you deserve honor, respect, and commitment. We should not be pursuing that ride or die of relationship. We deserve to be loved and respected and caressed without having to endure pain first. 
We are taught that love should be hard and deserving, but love should be easy and beautiful and magical. (laughs) So in this social media age, some of us look to relationships of the internet as inspiration of what our real relationship should resemble. However, each relationship is different, as you can tell. We all have good and bad days with our romantic partners, and that is normal and that is very healthy. However, and some of the statements that I mentioned prior, those are signs of not a very healthy relationship, not well balanced. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to my boyfriend, Mark. (laughs) I can't believe that our one year anniversary is on this Monday, August 3rd. Um, I just would like to say our relationship is far from perfect and we have so much growing to do, but it's just so beautiful and I just, I, I just really love him so much. Um, we have our own goals and we have our own hobbies. We're so two totally different people, but we mash and mix together so well. Um, and that's what makes it really fun. Uh, I really love him and I'm grateful to have him in my life. Uh, so if you made it this far, I just wanted to say thank you. And also please do not forget to rate my podcast and leave a review on whichever platform you are tuning into. It really helps with, um, the discovery of this podcast. So please, 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 if you don't mind just leaving a quick rating or writing a review down, that would be awesome. I would love you forever. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Feeling and Healing by Celise. Um, And I'm really excited to talk to you some more. Bye.